Hey Muggers, this is Jerry here. Hope you're all well. Uh, as many of you know, Cameron had his big TV debut this week. Uh, we were going to play it on the show, but unfortunately for legal reasons, we're not allowed to. So we don't have that, but what we do have is the first draft that he sent through for the show. I hope you guys enjoy it. Yes, sir. I get all the roots. Yeah. Yes, sir. Shut up, mate. You're just pissed off because you got sacked from the council. They caught you out the back of the work hut sitting on a witch's hat flogging your pathetic little willy. That's what you were doing. Out the back of the bloody work hut sitting on a witch's hat playing with your willy. Bloody shut up, mate. Yes, sir, I'm the man. You're just a fucking pinhead. You're probably wearing ants cunt for a cat. Go out Friday night, all your mates would be wearing beanies and you'd have to wear a fucking work sock. Yeah, fucking pinhead. Yeah, press that record button, baby. Let's have it right. You trying to mug me off? If you push play, <laughs> you know what I mean? My ears will hear it. What I want to know is, what makes you think you can come in here and mug me off in front of my pals? This is the mug off. We're back here with another week. This is look, we got some technical difficulties going on here. We can't even see who we're talking to, but we assume we assume it's one of the one of the favorites of the pod. Yeah. It, it, back by popular demand, I would hey, say. It's Ray Badron. We caught a glimpse of the man. Hey guys. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I can't I, I've got the video. I'm getting the video back up. The reason why the yep. video wasn't working was because I was trying to make my background the Laugh Garage Comedy Club, like Yaz told me to. <laughs> I, didn't, I suggested it, that's all. My virtual background. Yaz said, can you make your virtual background the, the Laugh Garage Comedy Club? And I said, I'd love to. And he, well, yeah, he didn't well, say that, actually. He sent, he sent it to me and I had a good, I had a, I probably had the biggest laugh the Laugh Garage has ever given anyone. Looking at that picture. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking look at this, he'll trash any comedy club yeah, that's closed Jesus down. <laughs> Uh, I did my first gig at the Laugh Garage <laughs> and I just did it like, I didn't even know that you had to have material. I was so, I just thought like, oh, I was pretty funny. I thought I'd just go there. And then sitting backstage, it wasn't until I was backstage and people were looking at notes and shit. I was like, oh, like you're going to have to, like it just didn't, it didn't cross my mind. I know it might sound so dumb that you had to, I was just so excited to go do this. I thought... Mate, I'll do this. Someone will see how funny I am. And then, like, straight to the top for me. And then I did this gong show there. It was so brutal. It just got gonged off. Like, I, I, they, could, they could gong you after one minute off stage. And I think they were just gonging after, like, 40 seconds or some shit. And I just went and didn't do stand-up again for three months. Yeah. But it's... Who it's made the call? I mean, they, Who... they give the gong to, like, a, 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 a audience a member in the front row. Fuck. But, like, it is unanimous. The, the audience members, <laughs> you know, there is a certain vibe in the room, you know. There was like, ones um, across the board. I, I, I just, I, I vividly remember it. Like, I vividly remember not having anything. So thinking of saying and say real quickly, having one thing to say. And when I ran out of that, which was after about 20 seconds or 15 seconds, I was like, fuck. And then I decided to do crowd work. I said to this guy, what do you, what do, you do for a job like this? And he goes, oh, you don't want to know. 
I was saying like that, and I was so nervous, and I'm like, and so I go, um, I'm asking you, so I do want to know, and he was like, what? And I was like, I want to know, oh, something like this, and it was just gog, and then I just went home, drove another hour and a half home, and I was like, oh my gosh, but anyway, I've been reflecting over that a bit lately, over the, in the downtime. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ten years into a comedy career. <laughs> you couldn't have had a clearer indication of how things were going to go for you, and you're like, no, I could turn this around. Oh, it came up because, uh, you know, obviously, like, the, you know, fucking current climate and my usual general mental health problems. So I, I've sent my manager too many crazy messages over here. And um, she's like, gave me a phone call and she just says, she told me, like, oh, yeah, you're always a bit lost and looking for direction. And I was like, yeah, what's the answer? That was that was the answer. That was the question. You know, I thought she was going to tell me the answer to that as well. But like, so that was further evidence of what she was saying. But anyway, so it's just making me think. It's making me think. Like, oh yeah, I I haven't really put much of forethought to anything I've ever done in my life. Really, you know, like I kind of come up with the idea, and then I just don't really think about it much further than that. But yeah, anyway. For for anyone listening at home, uh, Ray's joining us uh, through the magic of Zoom all the way in England, where things are are, are quite hectic. Yep, say good out of the Queen yeah, for us, man. <laughs> hey, going over there, Ray? You loving it? Loving the ice? Oh, 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 mate, things are going good. Like things, oh, you know, everyone says this and everyone talks about it, but I, I sacrificed a bit of time to come over here and dedicate, dedicate a bit of, you know, my life, and it was going good, and and things were looking good for my career, and I'd, I'd been up and down mentally, and then I just got myself into a spot where I felt so good, and I was like, oh, this is great, like I. I Things are going to be great from here on through. The future looked really optimistic. I was like, no, nothing short of a worldwide pandemic could stop me now, you know? And then... Uh-oh. Uh, and then... Lo and behold, I turn on, I turn on the fucking news, and yeah, no, nah, all, all the work's fucking gone. It's all right. Like, same as everyone. All, all the work's gone, but yeah, just trying to do a few things. Not as bad as some, mate. That, there's uh, that friend of ours, very popular comedian, went back to... Uh, to England <laughs> to do a big world tour and is uh, oh, <laughs> COVID yeah, out of it. Steve Hughes. <laughs> Steve Hughes. I was going to say Steve Hughes. Well, I just knew. I mean, yeah, it's the story's too long. As soon as I start to tell a story, I think, should we? Should I explain how we left the agency and stole their car? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I was going to start with I was the time you said Josh. the N-word, hot R. <laughs> oh, the time you said the N-word, yeah, which time? Yeah, well, but like, um, anyway, long story short is he decided to revive his comedy career by doing a, a, a big UK tour and flew over to England three days, yeah, three days before the coronavirus. He'd <laughs> <laughs> just be sitting there so, stewing, yeah. poor cunt. I've seen, I've seen the show advertised on the Leicester Square Theatre site and then like, they keep putting him on there and then they keep, like po- rescheduling for, for later in the year, so I could see he's just dying to get out. <laughs> <laughs> one of the greatest advertisements I've ever seen, Ray, and you—it it is one of your advertisements. But do you remember that one that yes. you took out in the the music? I think it was in Melbourne, like two years ago. Oh yeah, the ad. Yeah, I can you talk it. about that? No one's yeah, mugged I, themselves I, off more than you have, and this is a prime example. But it well, worked out so was, well. This wasn't. This wasn't. This was. This was just. You know, it's a bit of good advertising. I think. Like I was. <laughs> I wasn't doing Melbourne, and so I took out an ad in um, Beat Beat Magazine or what? I can't even remember what magazine it was. But full full page ad. I've never taken out advertising before. I didn't even do the show. The most I'd ever spent on advertising was 
that year, the year I didn't do a show. But um, yeah, it was a thousand, just a thousand dollar, a thousand dollars for a full page ad. <laughs> Money well spent. Like I'm not thinking about the thousand now, but I am remembering. Uh, it was a good laugh, and just um, yeah, big picture of me and um. How'd Mrs. Uh, how'd Mrs. Badger take the thousand? Oh, I told her it was for rent. She saw it afterwards. She was a bit pissed off, but you know. All the <laughs> <laughs> I remember her posting photos on online saying that we're eating roast vegetables because Ray spent our last thousand dollars on an ad for a show he's not doing. Jesus, <laughs> you got to keep the brand going, you know. <laughs> and talk about crossing the line, right? Like you don't cross if you cross your line line like that. Look, I'm getting in trouble from my partner, but. Oh, anyway, so yeah, became friends with all the neighbours. We all meet up, congregate in the Japanese garden in in, in our in our common area of yep. our building. So when the coronavirus happened, we all started meeting up there. It was just this weird time where like everyone was kind of scared, but it was also a bit like sort of school campish, you know, and like uh, like school holidays almost, and like and so we all kind of became friends in a weird way. Like we all bonded pretty, but we didn't know each other, and so then. This led to a whole bunch of weird shit happening, but one one of them was like <laughs> one guy Nick Nick who's easily the most fucking crazy of them all. He's I don't know what he does still, and he's just insane actually. But he um he bought all this counterfeit tobacco and sold it to everyone. He's like I've got these pouches of tobacco, right? But no one knew no no one knew it was count. I didn't know you could get counterfeit tobacco. I thought it fucking was stolen, right? So everyone in the building bought this counterfeit tobacco. And then, like, the next day, I hadn't used any of it yet, but it was, like, half the price of it, less than. So people are buying, like, double the amount, you know? They're like, stocking up on it. And then the next day, like, you just start hearing coughs from all around the building. Like, people are coughing. <laughs> violently, violently coughing. Like, violently coughing, right? They're all just going... And they're all going nuts. And then, like, Amy, this other chick from the building's running around, like, don't smoke the tobacco, it's poison. Don't smoke the tobacco, it's poison. And, like... Fuck I, it. I bet he was popular when he showed back up to the Japanese guy. Well, <laughs> Big smile on his face. This is what I mean. This is what I mean by crossing the line and, like, getting away with it. I go up to him and I go, man, give me back the money for that tobacco. I don't want it anymore. He goes, no. He goes, no. And I went, what do you mean, no? He goes, I've lost <laughs> heaps of money. No. And I went, what? All right, like, but this doesn't make any sense, you know? And so he's just told everyone he's not refunding them because he's lost heaps of money. And somehow everyone's taken this, but like, we've lost the money. Like, we've lost it. And he's like, he's like, and like, he just crosses it and he gets angry at you. Like, he's like, no, do you know how much money I've lost? And we're like, but this was your adventure. This was your fucking deal. It was, wasn't our deal. Anyway, he, you're at the end point Romanian. of the sale. <laughs> he bought it from some Romanian guys. They turned up and they opened up their trunk and he bought it from their trunk and <laughs> then they've changed phone numbers and left, he said. But yeah, anyway, <laughs> yeah, that's just one of the things that have happened in this building. <laughs> Could you tell me, um, you, you tried to put a bit of, because I saw a YouTube clip, there was an Australian comedian who put on a gig and it was like wildly well received. You, you tried something similar in your building, didn't you? What happened was, so when we all got chummy in the, first, uh, in the Japanese garden, right? And don't get me wrong, at this time, they would, every, I think all comedians were going nuts and pitching shit and everything and like all this stuff and blah, blah, blah. So I pitched this idea and I say, oh, I've got this, I've got, I want to do a podcast. And they were like, what's the, what's the idea? And I said, I don't know, I've just got one episode idea. It's where I race Deliveroo and Uber East to my house and I'll see which one wins. 
And they go, well, that's pretty funny. Why don't you record that? And I was like, yeah, I'd maybe make it a gambling podcast and people have to gamble on like who's going to get there first. And like, um, and I get a professional <laughs> sports commentator in and you can have Just Eats as well. And I was telling, and I expand this idea the whole way. And it's all about these racing, these delivery drivers. This is about week two or three into quarantine. And I've only met these names, never met them before. And this guy comes, like, comes over. Everyone's having drinks out in the courtyard fucking one afternoon. And when I say everyone, they just sort of sit, their, court, their buildings, their apartments open up onto the courtyard. So it's kind of their backyards too. So everyone's sort of sitting out there and, um, and, and having a few drinks. And Nick comes over to my apartment and he goes, Ray, I want you to know I've taken two David Bowie ecstasy pills. And I said, what are David Bowie ecstasy pills? And he goes, these ones. And he showed me them and they've got a picture of David Bowie's head on them. And they've got Ziggy Ziggy written on the other side. And he goes, if he goes, if you give me a beer, I'll give you one of these pills. And I was like, oh man, you can just have a beer. And he goes, oh, well, after the tobacco, <laughs> I'll take anything you've got. Nick. Yeah. <laughs> what remaining <laughs> to get these off? <laughs> tobacco came later. Tobacco came later down the line. Tobacco came later. <laughs> I've been able to see properly since we were, the days we were, of Bowie's. We Bowie's weren't at the level wrong. of being. We, well, we weren't at the level. Oh, the font is different. Yeah, if you look at it, the font is different on the back. <laughs> <laughs> so Nick's like Nick's, Nick comes over and he says this And I'm like I'm like Well now's the fucking best time to ask him to do the podcast Ask someone I'll ask him to be a guest on the podcast And so I asked Nick while he's off his face on pills If I can do If he do my podcast And he was like I'd love to do a podcast I'd love to And we're like Alright all right. Don't You know I was like Don't don't drink anymore Don't whatever And I'll come back I'll get it all set up So I go get this shit set up and I come back and he goes, I'm only doing your your podcast if you take some pills with me. And I'm like, all right, like, give me, <laughs> give me, give me, like, I'll take half. So I take half one, but then that just leads to me taking, like, another one and a half. And then <laughs> after, like... These things happen. Just, wait, then we just sit Been there, there brother. <laughs> Next just, thing you know, you're two pingers deep. <laughs> I do the podcast with Nick after after getting absolutely fucked, and it's fucked. It's abysmal. Apart from being like, at, like apart from us not knowing each other and just being completely fucked, you know, it's it, we, it. Everything goes wrong. Like he doesn't have any money in his account, so the food can't. Like we're like I'm like I order mine. I'm like I'm representing Deliveroo, and he represents Deliveroo. And I look over at his computer screen after five minutes. I'm like, where the, yours hasn't even left yet. And he's like, I can't find the right card. I don't have enough. I'm like, you don't have any fucking money in your account. So mine gets like such a five minute head start, right? <laughs> then his never turns up because he puts the wrong address in. He hasn't in. paid like he for it. The, no, he, put, he eventually put the right address in, but he put the wrong, uh, sorry, he put, put the right card in, but he put the wrong address in. We live in the Scodia building and he said that we live on Scodia Street. And that's another address across the other side of London. And so he ordered this food to the other side of London. <laughs> I don't know how. Well, London's so big. I don't know how you could do it. He's English. And, like, he's from here. And then, Hard to believe this guy got ripped off out of a trunk of a car. <laughs> yeah, man. But, like, at the same time, we thought it was pretty funny. We're like, this is pretty funny. So I decided to send it to all these people that I'd told that I'd send them saying, and I sent it to them at like midnight, like off my face, stupidly, at like midnight saying, hey, this is the first episode of my new podcast. I reckon it's pretty good. 
And then, like, I look at my, I wake up the next day and there's no replies. And then I just keep looking at my phone. And I'm like, oh no, like this is the <laughs> dumbest thing I've ever done. Like, when is anyone gonna reply? And I'm like, no. And I'm like, oh, maybe I should just reply to him saying sorry. And then we listen to it again. I'm like, oh, it's kind of funny. I mean, we are pretty fucked, but it is kind of funny. And then I would love to get, get my message. hands on this podcast. Can you send it to me? I bet if you take two pills, it's oh, fantastic. Well. <laughs> It's coming out. It's coming out. So the, the, to get to your story, I, I have waffled on again. Sorry, but um, the the there's two. <laughs> this isn't even this, the question you asked. This isn't a podcast. It's an yeah. Assault. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So the podcast. What happened? What happened with that? Oh yeah. So I got no replies. No bait. I'm pretty sure my management agency hate me now. They they have quite distanced themselves from me. I have noticed now. Uh, but uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's what's it's some it's somewhat acceptable for them not to reply to my emails or messages now. Anyway, um, I I the one BBC guy messaged me back. Going, man, this is pretty funny. He goes, don't get me wrong, it's fucked, but it's pretty funny. Like there's some funny bits in here. He goes, yeah, I reckon this would be good if you cut it up and it and and like commentate over it and say what you were trying to do and what happened. I was saying like that, and then I was like, oh yes, this guy likes it. All right. And I sent it to a couple of comedians. I sent it to Sam Campbell and John Cruikshank, and they Wait, both gave me a Was that BBC thumb. the broadcaster, or just like an account called BBC? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just love an actor BBC, from a from the BBC, BBC category. The oh, get it out, boys! Big black cock, whatever you want. Whatever, <laughs> BBC, oh, come on, come on, have a bit of fun with it. We can't leave that on the table. BBC, <laughs> you guys, you guys will be working on the BB, BBW network. What do you know? The BBC. What's, what's the... Hey. If I can quote Charlie well, McCann, I think all W is a beast. What does BBW stand for? Big, big, but what, what does BBW stand women. for? Big, beautiful yeah. women. There we go. So he answered that quickly, didn't it? Didn't <laughs> Jumped on that. Um, yeah. Um, so anyway, that gave me the courage to do a second episode. And the second episode is us. We meet uh, an Italian guy in the courtyard. And he tells us he can play the guitar, which he can't. He lied to us. And um, he told us he can play... Does anyone do what they say they can do in this fucking apartment building? Nah. Where do you well, live? Like the one floor yeah, of the cuckoo's nest building? Or what the fuck? I got tobacco that's not tobacco. I'm calling bullshit the every moment time you, the you only, mention a Native American. The only good... Every time you walk out of that Japanese garden, there's just people there like, Warriors, come out and play. <laughs> Man, the only good person in this whole podcast, in this whole building, is Amy, oh, my wife and Amy... Amy um, Amy Bonner, who she, she's the headliner of the gig. And the gig is the second episode. So the Scotia Building gig is the second episode. We've got an Italian on the MC. Once upon a time in a faraway land, a young prince lived in a shining castle. Welcome to the Scotia Building Sunday Sessions, ladies and gentlemen. How, how are we going tonight? Make some noise. All right, who we who we got in tonight? We got some. We got uh, we got Christina the uh, the in the mezzanine there, second from the top. A man there. Uh, well, welcome to the show, sir. Uh, thank you very much for coming. Uh, right at the top there, we've got a, uh, some other guests. Please come out. Uh, well, welcome. Uh, free show, guys, for everyone tonight. Free free live live show at the the Scotia Building. We've rounded up the best talent we could uh, from across the building, every apartment. Uh, We've, we've, we've been through the auditions. Madam, how are you? Welcome, welcome to the show. Thank, thank you very much for coming out. Um, this, 
the fir first inaugural uh, Scotia Building uh, Sunday session. <laughs> so we have. Oh, don't don't leave. All right. <laughs> Quite tough when someone leave, leaves it leaves in lockdown. But um. There's an Italian guy that he can only play one song, and it's Johnny Cash Hurt. But he can't even play that. He's lied to us. All right, ladies and gentlemen, all the way from Italy, all the way from Rossetto Dea Abrosi. It's Simone de Silvestre. Amy Bonner from Ireland, and I can't speak highly high enough of her. She's she's a fantastic musician. She's fantastic. She gave me heaps of the music and um, to use in in my I'm, I'm going to use for my podcast. But then I didn't know how to edit it, and the BBC guy said he didn't want anything to do with it anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> so things are on the up. <laughs> so I went back into the courtyard one day. This is about this is where the podcast is at the moment. So I went back in there about two weeks ago and I said, guys, the podcast is dead and everyone in the building wants it. Like, everyone in the building loves it. They've all heard it. Like, well, I was just making it, like, individually now and sending it to people. I've sent yeah, it to Sam, Camp to Sam Campbell and, and Cookshank and, and a few people gave me a thumbs up. So I, it encouraged me to do more. But it really, really, it's just me getting fucked with my neighbour that I don't know and trying to do something and it doesn't work each time. But um, then there's two episodes and I'm not making any more because I just can't party with him anymore. I can't be around him anymore. I mean, I can be around him, but I just can't. It's too much. Keep um, it down. Is he on the other side of this wall? <laughs> no, no. Oh, no fuck yeah, it. See if he's home. Yeah, yeah. Knock on the door. He's a man of a... Oh, no. He's going to... No, no. No, no. He can't. He can't. He can't. He, can't. He's, he, he got too big of a head. He was talking to me about different episodes. He was talking to me about all this stuff. He was talking to me about... <laughs> oh, he's said you were having pitch meetings with him. Yeah. <laughs> You've got hey, a yes. Like, <laughs> he was like... He was too, he would talk to me about the podcast, what we're going to do and stuff like that. And then he started telling me about how he's funnier on it than me and stuff. And I'm like, all right, mate, fuck off. And like, he kind of is funnier on it because I'm interviewing him. But it just doesn't matter. Look, I don't care. It's a voice recording of us, all right? It's a voice recording of us, fuck. It's, anyway. it's great to see like a, a Facebook level breakdown of something that hasn't even come out yet. <laughs> well, look, the, the Ray Badrin podcast is over and I told the neighbours that. And then Amy Bonner, the headliner of the gig, the musician, she's like, you know, well, I, I study music. I'm doing a PhD in music. I know how to edit stuff. I'm, I want to edit it for you. And I'm like, well, all right, you can edit it if you want. So now she's editing it. So Amy, so it's a real big building effort. Like everyone in the building's like, there's about four people in the building in it. Soon, I reckon, we'll release these two episodes. It's a full series, two episodes, pilot, pilot and finale. What, what are the chances this is just a USB strapped to a bird's foot they throw in the air? <laughs> Yeah. I know a couple of Romanian guys that can take this data yeah. and put it on the internet for us. The only place he can download yeah, guys. This is on the dark web. <laughs> Mate, I know how you guys do your podcast. A little bit of a personal touch with me. Take my phone number. You know, here's my email address. <laughs> Stay in touch. 
Uh, uh, A podcast is just a phone call with people you don't know yet, I suppose. You know, you can quote me on that. Um, Um, I heard heard that during this concert, Ray, the, the the, the cops come and shut it down. They came at the end, yeah, because like... It's hard to do crowd work to fucking people on balconies about 12 stories up. It really is. Um, <laughs> but, and, and it's it's really fucking hurtful when they come out on the balcony and then walk back inside. It's like, oh, you're in lockdown. Like, you can't even leave in there. You know, this is this is the only different thing that's happened in two months. And you fucking would rather sit inside with your, your head under a pillow than watch this. But, yeah, someone called the cops. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that someone called the cops. Like he's out there again. He's mucking around in the Japanese garden. He's oh, got, they were, he's they got were so bamboozled. They came. The cops came and they were like, "What's going on here? What's this party?" And I said, "It's not a party. It's 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 a gig." And, then he goes, <laughs> and I said, "We're just running a gig here, like Italy, like Italy, you know." And he goes, "No, nah, it's not on." And we go, "What a man! It's like Italy." And we kept saying it was like Italy, and he's like, "No, it's not on." And then they're like, just go, guys, or we'll arrest you and send you home. We're like, we are home. This is where, this is where we all live here. And they were just like, you all lived here. We're like, yeah, this is all our apartments. And they go, we'll go back inside your apartments. And I'm like, so we're not allowed in the courtyard. And they're like, so then they they left and we went back out in the courtyard. But yeah, the cops came to our building and said we had to go back inside our house. Fuck, stupid. I, I have been talking a lot. I do rant a lot. I, I just get excited to see people. I haven't seen that many people, you know? Mm. Oh man! Apart from these fucking neighbours, not, si- not since those couple of bobbies come around. <laughs> oi, oi! No, no, no! I was, I was like, boys, boys in blue, come in, come for a tea. Fuck, I haven't seen someone for ages. And, yeah, um, ready no, to no. snitch, were you, mate? <laughs> no, no, mate. I'm, yeah, there's this I'm, bloke here selling this dodgy tobacco and ecstasy. Don't forget the ecstasy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so are you guys here for it, a couple of David Bowies, eh? <laughs> <laughs> couple of ziggy ziggies. The ziggy ziggies. It's like over there you've got um, the David Bowies. Down here we got the Joey Johns. <laughs> <laughs> was anyone doing that like um, when, when he got busted? Was it calling them Joey's? <laughs> oh, I d- I, that's oh. a missed opportunity if they weren't. <laughs> Drugs are for mugs. That's the that's the message of this story. Isn't it? Oh, it is the mug off. Oh, yeah. I'm talking. We're talking to two. Two ex-cons on the... Oh, sorry. <laughs> 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 yeah, you can mug off whoever you like here, boys. But just just try, try fly over and get me. Try fly over and get me. <laughs> yeah, they were... oh, come on, man. <laughs> to my immediate left, to oh. my immediate right. <laughs> no, you can't talk about it. All right, I'm sorry. Once I did a podcast with... Gino! And 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 I, I didn't do. He was doing a podcast, and he asked me to do an episode, and I, I I did this episode, and all you know, he used to be a police officer, so all I did was talk about how he's a police officer thing, and that was an interesting thing to talk about, and and the, the joke was like, is is this a fucking is this a sting sort of thing, you know? Have you got me? Is this what you do when you come into the comedy industry? Said you'd start up a podcast and then get comedians to air their bloody criminal behaviour on the podcast and get it out, and. He said a that legal he slam dunk. Do you, remember, do you remember last time you were over me and you went and did some oh. uh, hot yoga, Ray? Hot yoga, yeah. Bit of Bikram, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's apparently a bit of a scam. Yeah, Bikram, as us yogis know it, mate. Yeah. Bikram for your <laughs> um, Yeah, now I get into my yoga. Yeah, it helps. Helps with the mental health. I find it makes me more zen. Uh, you know, that's how I become really zen. <laughs> really so sane. And... 
I've been doing it in a while. <laughs> no, I've been doing a bit, doing a bit at home, doing all that shit at home, you know, all the online stuff, all the, mm. all the online videos and stuff. That was the fucking, like, hardest thing I've ever done, I reckon. Like, harder than any jujitsu match, harder than any Muay Thai fight. There. Harder than getting your head kicked yeah. in by four blokes in a park. It was harder. <laughs> it actually was hard. I wanted to fucking die, like, the whole time. It was like me, Badrin, and 10 of the hottest chicks you've ever seen. Oh, man, sign me up to this big room, baby. <laughs> yeah. This cunt took his shirt off and was just cruising with it. And I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm not doing that. Oh. <laughs> it, it was like, but but it, they were soaked. Like as if we'd been in a shower. Soaked. Yeah, it was like, nuts. They, it was like, it was a tough off? class. It was It was a hot day. It was a tough class, and I think we'd both been out. Like it was around the Christmas period. Like we're on the piss the night before, <laughs> yeah, wow. and then it was just like it was. It was everything, and then it was just unexpected how hard it was, and it was just like it took me like half a day to recover. I remember. I remember wanting to. I was like, I think I'm gonna walk out. Like I, I got to walk out, but I'm so yeah. I'm proud I stayed. But fuck me, that's the hardest yeah, thing yeah. I've ever done in my life. I reckon. And that's say? the muggle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What are we, how are we doing for time? <laughs> hey, Ray, this is one of the funniest stories I've ever heard, but can you tell us about how you got from uh, got dropped from your last management agency? So I got dropped from my agency over here. The first agency I signed with here, when I came over, I got signed, I, I signed with this agency, and they were all right. They just got me gigs all around the place, and I just did them. But they were pretty shit gigs, and they were like pretty pretty far around the UK. And after you do the good, once you start doing shit gigs and stuff, oh, it's just tough over here if you go to fucking some fucking town you've never been to, Peterborough or some shit, some weird English fucking cunts, and have to do some show. Anyway, I, I just started turning down gigs from him, and I had work. This is when I was trying to balance work in Australia and here, and I had work there, and I had other shit. So I was just turning down gigs from them and stuff and um, they were starting to get annoyed and then the big boss there left and the, the girl working there just kept emailing me uh, at gigs and I just kept turning them down and she was getting really frustrated and annoyed and she was a bit bit under pressure and she organised this gig for me once and it was like, it, it was, she organised these gigs and asked me to go to them and I can't get back. Like it's like they're fucking equipped, they, don't, they do this to Australians over here, they just Thing. They, it's like someone going uh, from overseas coming to Australia and going, yeah, we got you a gig at Aubrey Wodonga tomorrow night, 8.30, you know, 500 bucks, there you go. And you're just like, all right. And then you look at it that night and you're like, oh, fuck, it's there. Like, I can't get there. <laughs> and so that, that, shit happens, that shit happens all the time here. It's like, oh, fuck, it's in Lincolnshire or some shit. And you're like, where the fuck's that? And you're like, what it seems like the kind the of thing you should maybe look up before... Yeah, but like, yeah, maybe, you know, but like, maybe they should fucking, yeah, whatever. But um, I, I just was like, it, I, look, they just kept offering me gigs that were impossible to get back from. So I kept turning them down. She did it again. And I looked at it and I was like, I can't, I can't get home from this gig if I'm hosting it. I won't be able to get home. Well, the last, like, I won't be able to get back. And she goes, oh, what if I get the support act that drives with you? And I said, all right, if you do that, then maybe, yeah. And then, so she finally blocks in the support act, right? And she goes, so I've got this support act. If you meet them at this place in London, they'll drive you up and back. And I was like, okay, yeah, cool. And then she writes to me the next So they have Cameron Duggins in England as well. (laughs) 
car. I don't have a car. What are you talking about? Cunt? Either they have Cubed. Cameron Duggins in England as well. <laughs> mate, I didn't oh, drive. Mate, in, uh, I didn't drive into state. I'll to pick drive up, you, Mister Headliner. <laughs> I didn't drive into state to pick up the letters for a different. Yeah, I'd rather. Idiot, mate. Yeah, I'd rather pick up the headliner than the headliner's letters. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the, the headliner's props. <laughs> There's fucking no, shit dressing for a headliner. <laughs> It is like that's like that's an actual legit thing over here though. Like if you've got a car, like you will get like fuck load more gigs because because there's so many big cities in such a small air, small condensed space, you can have big gigs that are three, four hours away. For, like a lot of the time they are, so you, you need drivers and stuff like that to drive everyone to gigs. So Duggan, move over, bring the car, brother. Well, bad news about the car, Ray. Yeah. I don't know if you heard it. Got, it got turned into a cube. <laughs> like someone, cubed, someone. Yeah. Well, a manager, a, a person once told me, not a manager, like a rumor or someone told me, if I hired a car, like, or if I just said I had a car, like I would earn more than it cost to hire a car or get a car or some shit. I don't fucking know. Anyway, so I tell this manager. She writes. She writes me the day before the gig. She's trying to, and she goes, "Look, for the love of God, can I please, uh, can I please lock this gig in?" And me trying to cheer up, I, I try. I try. I say. I say to her. I go. I go. Oh, you wouldn't believe it, but uh, uh, my best friend has ju- uh, just flown over. He met someone last night. They're getting married tomorrow, and now I'm the MC. Uh, what? What are the odds? It's something like this. And she writes back saying, "Please tell me you're joking." Uh, like that. And I write back saying, ha, 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 That's it. That's, 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 that's <laughs> so a reasonable person would say, you're joking. You a reasonable person probably wouldn't text that to their manager. <laughs> well, also, like, it's Printed all in text. Off, so it's, hard, it's hard to tell what she's saying in the text. It's hard to say, like, you know, like, if she's saying... Please tell me you're joking ironically or if she's like really asking me that question. Anyway. <laughs> I think she might be really asking. Yeah, it sounds like she's yeah. really asking. <laughs> yeah, well, I'd say Aaron is off the board here, You can here, see Ray. where this is fucking going. You can see where it's going. I, 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 I go to um, I go meet the support act. We drive five hours to the fucking gig. We get there. I'm in the green room and I'm like, I don't know anyone at these gigs or anything. I don't know anyone, you know? And I'm in the middle. I don't know anyone in these towns. And I hadn't hosted a show before too, so I was fucking really didn't want to do that either. I was really nervous about it. I was like, oh. And just, you finish so late and shit as well. Then I'm alone. I was like, just standing around. So I'm like, who the fuck? Where? I was like looking at everyone, looking at the, like just looking at everyone in the green room. And I, I sort of counted the numbers and I thought, there's, there's a fuckload more people here than, on like who is where who is everyone sort of thing and i'm like i start talking to this one guy and i'm like oh yeah man and he goes what's he's talking to me he goes what's your name we're talking for like two minutes he goes what's your name and i said ray ray badrin and he goes ray badrin he goes aren't you meant to be your best friend's wedding and i'm like oh what and he goes aren't you, best, aren't you meant to be your best friend's wedding tonight and i'm like no i'm not meant to be my best friend's wedding and i was like oh and i just started like i was like we we'll just see what happened and he goes oh well i got a call saying Fuck. I got a call saying you're at your best friend's wedding and I've replaced you. And so I'm like, oh. <laughs> so I just have to wait at this gig. And I sort of, this, this is how dumb I am. The silver lining, I convinced myself, I was like, well, at least you don't have, like, at least you get to go home early now, you know? And um, anyway, so I, <laughs> I was like, swings and roundabouts. Um, <laughs> yeah. I try to be positive. I try to be, I'm a positive person, you know? And then, um, I, I'm like, oh, so I get home, fucking another five hours. So I lose like 10 hours of my life. All this fucking 
Oh, the support act on the way home, they're like, oh yeah, can you can you give us thirty can you give us thirty quid for petrol? Thirty pound for petrol? So I fucking like lose sixty Australian dollars, like ten hours of my life, get back home. When I got home it was so good. The next day, you know, like it was just a funny story. So like I write like on oh, funny like this is what happened at last night's gig or something like that in a tweet. She must have saw it and then she the, my manager saw it, this girl, the agency, and she rang me. Yeah, she, I, think, I mean, like, she'd bump into your tweets from time to time. <laughs> yeah, she, she is your manager. Like, she's like, what's wrong with you? No, 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 that's the thing. She didn't follow me. She didn't, She wouldn't follow me on Twitter. Like, I was like, fuck her. Like, not that I cared, but she followed like 10. She, I just knew she never liked me anyway. She never did anyway. And then she, so she sent me like, and I was ready to leave. And then, like, so she was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, she me too, brother." Every job I got fired for from, I was ready to leave as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, she goes, she goes, "The one been cancelling all the gigs anyway." And then, then she goes, like, so she sends me this scathing email. I remember I had this phrase, and then she goes, "I'm sorry, the gigs, I, I, I get you aren't good enough, but have you ever thought they maybe they possibly reflect your standing within the UK comedy circuit or something like that?" And I wrote back saying, look, all good. Uh, so she wrote she wrote saying, oh, I'm suspended. So, look, I'm suspended. Why are you suspending? <laughs> like from and school. Like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> you can't. Well, you can't suspend me from an agency that I was fucking turning down the work from anyway. Like, you're not getting this up on me. So I'm like, oh. So I was like, look, all good. I want to thank you very much for everything. Um, I really didn't mean it's a bad joke, and I'll see you later. And then, yeah, she's been pretty passive-aggressive to me ever, ever since, really. <laughs> Every time nah, I see around, yeah. It's so good. funny. That is the most reasonable reason to get dropped from an agency. Like you No, it's not. What? Trying to be funny. Trying to be funny. <laughs> That's what we should be doing. Yeah. Trying to be funny. She should lose a joke. You can't try to be funny at the meetings when you refuse to be funny at the gig she's booking you at <laughs> and you just Mate, don't show she, up for them. <laughs> she can't even tell what a joke is the only thing that you need to do if you're not if you're in the management position you know you can't even tell what a joke is you know? <laughs> I'm trying to be funny that's my job that's my job that's my job Just how many ha-ha's yeah? eight Her job. ten yeah yeah uh, substantial amount substantial amount yeah substantial amount. <laughs> all caps too well, I think this woman's clearly no, an idiot. I doubt, I doubt all caps. I doubt all caps. I doubt all caps. If I, I, if I get caps. 10 ha-ha's, I'm like, I think this guy's joking. Oh, you've, I've fucking nailed it. <laughs> I'm not down with the status, like, what's all right to what's all right to ha-ha, what's all right to not. You know? Mm. You see ha-ha's come back. You see lols come back. You don't know, you know, which one's which, which one's, which one's the trendy one to use, you know? I think lol is very old, right? <laughs> yeah. I was uh, when no, my old well, man yeah. fucking. I, I was at the pub with my old man once, and he uh, like we weren't mm. even we weren't even boozing. We were just down there for lunch, had a steak, went out to the smoking area. Anyway, it was it fucking still quite traumatic. It, I shouldn't have brought this up. It's not great, <laughs> but um, my old man fucking his heart stopped. He's like just I thought the cunt was like dying in my arms. But then uh, well, like the ambos get there and they're like Colin, are you all right? You're all right. And he's like yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Jesus and I was Colin. like, you go, you go in the hospital, mate. Like, there's no, there's no way you're just, you know, you're just be like, you're, you're just home. Up yeah, this. like he was driving as well. Jesus I'm like, Colin. there's no way, and he's like, yeah, yeah, right. Like he's laying on the concrete at this point, being completely out. And the the ambo, the young, the young uh, female ambulance officer was like, uh, Colin, so I think uh, you've you've passed out. You you seem, you know, 
pretty tired. We're gonna, I'm gonna insist that uh, I take you to the hospital. And he goes, uh, well, if you're going. Might as well get a ride with you. <laughs> Laying on the concrete at the pub. <laughs> Fucked. Completely. Well, I feel going. I might as well get a ride with you. Shout outs to Cole Duggan for fucking. She was, and she funny was just like times. trying to assess how like how compass he was. And she was like, Okay, Colin, so I just wanna just wanna speak to you about like what what did you do this this morning? He goes, This morning? She goes, Yeah, and he goes can't tell you that. My wife would get upset. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is unconscious a minute ago on the ground. Convulsing. They've got those fucking paddles ready. Oh, go. Still a dog, bro. Still and a dog. Still a hound dog. Uh, get it, Cole. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. Funniest kind I've ever met. Oh, um, shut him out. But like, in all seriousness, are you going to get FIFA... Um, are you going to get a swap to the proper Yeah, no, I, we're, we're all going to get FIFA, Ray. Okay. No, I, I legit You've got FIFA. I beat you already. No one's beaten me yet. This new, I'm fucking, I've really doubled down. This lockdown, I, I'm, I've really trained on it. I've really taken it a bit we'll seriously. We'll see. I got two draws off you. Yeah. No, uh, I won. I won a big win. I got two draws, I said. I didn't say I won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you fucking, yeah, yeah. Claim the draw. Yeah, good on you, mate. Um, anyway, um, I... <laughs> I've learned all the celebrations. It's the only thing I've ever paid for and unlocked in a video, in a, in a game, in app. What's your go-to paper. dance move? What do you, what oh, I've you got rocking? some off the dark web, boy. I've got some, got some new celebrations. Off the, off dark, the dark web? web. What? Yeah, the, the goalkeeper fucks the striker at the uh, when you score. The goalkeeper <laughs> what? <laughs> runs up and fucks the striker. That's one of them. Um, what? <laughs> Have you got anything yeah. you want to plug, right? Yeah, maybe this, this pod, pod. Yeah, my podcast, my big podcast coming out. Um, <laughs> oh, we definitely will put name. it out as soon as we know yeah. where we can find it. We'll, oh, we'll... thanks, guys. If this, if the um, fucking Diana doesn't know how to release it, like she says, I'll, I'll be hitting you boys up. Yeah, thanks. Yep. <laughs> yeah, um, we'll, we can release yeah, it on our network. We'll sort it out for you, mate. Oh fuck! Well, you know. Fucking love it to see your faces. Miss you all lots. And, um, Mate, hey, it was too. great to see you, Ray. Um, but just at the end of the pod, um, if you uh, like and subscribe, uh, yeah. go follow the Instagram page, mugoff69. We got a new email thing. What's don't look the... at me. I, I didn't sign yeah, up. Yeah, we do, but I, I don't have the address on me. It'll be up next week. There's a, there's a new email address. You can send us in your mugoffs. We would love it's, to hear some of your actual mugoffs. Mug, mug me off 69. Mug me off sixty nine yeah. at Gmail. Hotmail, I assume. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. MSN dot com yeah. forward slash au. Yeah. Um, Gmail. That's gash a, mail. There's a <laughs> <laughs> got him. like the snail mail. <laughs> um, uh, it's at, a little slow. at Ray Badgerin and on Twitter. Yeah. Also, yeah, there's a Facebook it, page. <laughs> there's a Facebook page. Um, you can go and go and like. It's a group actually. Go and oh, there's. Join the group Plenty and start. Yeah. Going on there. Join the group and start carrying on. We'd love that. Yeah, tell um, us your mug offs. Thanks so much for coming. Watch uh, at home alone together on the ABC. If you're in, um, yeah, I mean, you're all in Australia, but please watch that. We're we're. Yeah, right. I mean, watch episode two. Yep, we've oh, all got some money out of that. It's a good. <laughs> <laughs> they do respect good writing, so yeah. they only. If you're a fan, good writing can only advance so far on that show. Uh, if you're a fan of the Home Alone franchise, you're going to love this show. Uh, the Sticky Bandits are back, and uh, Macaulay Culkin has got a lot of new tricks up his sleeve. So, yeah, I highly recommend it also. Badron, ABC's doing Just a drama that. about uh, what life's like at a refugee camp. Like they've, they've got our idea. They stole Neighbours, Christmas Island. Fuck. 
Christmas They've stolen Christmas it. Island. Fuck. Christmas at Christmas Island. That was out of Morsha. Oh, I love that idea. Someone squealed, man. Down the line, someone squealed. <laughs> hey, thanks so much. Uh, we'll, we'll see you next week. Love Peace. you. Love you, Badger. Yeah, see you guys. Bye, boys. I hurt myself today to see if I still feel And you could have it all Baby.